Imagine sleeping through the first 11 months of the COVID-19 pandemic. It happened to Joseph Flavel, and I'll share his story coming up during this episode. Plus, what six NFL teams do not have a city in their name as we prepare for the big game. In podcasting, we can say Super Bowl. My name's Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years, live from Goober's Knob, Pennsylvania. It's my second act, or Gobbler's Knob. Where's that? Where Punxsutawney Phil lives. Oh, I love him. He's just a beaver with different teeth. Anyway, my name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I have a few gentle reminders. We're just starting the year. It's 2021. We're going to have a better year. So I've got some things that I think. Are these directed at me? No, just no. People, humanity in general. Okay. okay? So let's right. start here. Return your cart. If you were shopping, you just put your cart like on some island and sort of hitch one wheel up and pretend that it's not going to roll back into my car because it did. Okay. That's number one. Number two, when I let you out in traffic, wave. True. doesn't have to be a big wave. Maybe just a finger. Not that finger, but like a happy finger. You know what I mean? Like, thank you, lady. And like, if you're like me and, and you let me out, I'm very exuberant. I'm a very exuberant waver. I'm like, ha, thank you. Okay. I just saw Leprechaun, too, out front walking in front of the studio in this um, full-on uh, unicorn regalia. And I said to you, because we drove separately and you pulled in, I said, did you just see the unicorn walking, this unicorn man in a unicorn outfit? And you're like, yes. And I'm like, I, I exuberantly waved at him. So I was like, hey, Mr. Unicorn. He was like, hey, lady, how are you? He was waving at everybody. Yes. In rush hour traffic here on Main Street. It in made my day. Downtown Alfred. It turned my day around. What's the story there, do you think? I don't know. What color was he wearing? I'm colorblind. White. He had on white leg warmers. What could best be described as like a white helmet with a unicorn mohawk on it. Just very happy. He almost looked like Santa Claus. Like if Santa Claus was taking a break from Santaing, which he would be at this time of the year, what he would wear to walk. Anyway, um, number three, this may be directed at you. If you eat all the Pringles, you're done. Eat the last two. Do not just leave two Pringles in a can because then someone gets excited and they're like, oh, I think I'm going to have some Pringles. And you open it up and you get like Pringle dust and a half a Pringle. And it's like, who's the person who couldn't be bothered? I don't bothered? think that's me. I don't think that's me. That's probably one of those kids. And then the last thing, these influencers. There's more. Well, huh? this is the last one. These influencers on Instagram who do not say this. If you're saying this, stop. I just had to hop on here to tell you. I just wanted to hop on for a minute to tell you about my new night cream. I just wanted to hop on for a minute. You're not hopping on. I need to hawk this to make money. Just come clean. Use my code. Use my code, swipe up. So I can pay rent. I just want to hop on here. No, you don't. You're not hopping. You you probably have done 15 test videos before you hopped on, you know? So those are just a few things. Just All some right. things on my mind. Set the tone for this episode, maybe? Set the tone. Okay. Yep. Hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack podcast. The most recent episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act, is going to immediately play, doesn't matter where you are, if you've been, uh, if you're at work, if you're in the basement, you're working out in the garage, you're in the bedroom, wherever you may be. Check that out. And also, let's communicate between episodes. The dedicated podcast text voicemail line comes straight to my phone, 770-464-6024. All right, two additions to the Spotify Hype Song Playlist, Donna and Caddy Hype Song Playlist. Yes. Uh, we'll start with you. 
it's getting some traction too. We've got a lot of likes, and it's getting a lot of like we've got a lot of songs. Define on there a lot. Uh, double digits. Okay. Yeah. Good We're save. in double digits. Good save. Okay, so I am adding Brett Young, Mercy. This song slays me. I mean, it is just like when you hear him. Still. Oh my gosh. Well, you just hear it, and you're just like, it's just such a great song. Like because the the lyrics. You're not really a lyric guy, are you? With this song and this first album from Brett Young, I was. I was a huge fan. What yeah. was the album called? Had In Case You Didn't Know on it. And I don't know. A lot. We'll, we'll look it up. But yeah. But I thought that this album, yes, I was a lyrical guy. Oh, with my this gosh. Album. The song's so good. It's Normally, like, I'm not. It's like, just if you don't want to be with me anymore, just have mercy, for God's sake. It's just so good. Um, but he is having another baby. He's got a little baby um, daughter named, little girl, I think she's like two, named Presley. And him and his wife are having a little boy. So they're adding to their family. And we saw Brett Young before we even knew who Brett Young was. Explain. We were invited to celebrate Todd and Julie Chrisley's wedding anniversary. No, the one we went to, okay. we were, and that was Sarah Evans. Maybe you Evans. should share the story. No, that, but that was Sarah Evans. The one we went to, it was Julie's birthday. Okay. We were invited to celebrate Julie Chrisley's birthday. Julie and Todd have a show called Chrisley Knows Best. And for years, they lived here in Atlanta. And we connected when Grayson came up to my kneecaps. And now he's like 18 years old and seven feet tall. He was a big caddy fan. And so we connected years ago and became very, very good friends. And we were invited to Julie's birthday party, a special event center or, you know, house somewhere here in North Fulton County. And... Savannah, their daughter, had befriended <clears throat> Brett. Mm-hmm. And so she reached out to him. This is before I think he even had a record deal. Yeah, he was young. And he was, he, Brett, he was Brett young, but he was young. He was, Donna. Mm-hmm. And, and and he agreed to come up and perform. And I remember sitting there and had, I mean, he sounded great, but I, I had no clue who he was. Yeah, and he sang, I think he sang a couple of songs. Yeah, he did. I wonder if he sang a song that he later put on an album, but at the time we didn't know it. I would imagine so. Do you remember though, that they had camera, remember they were filming for the yes. show, the reality show. They had cameras in the plants on the tables and microphones. Well, we, yeah, we allegedly. And anytime this particular episode, and we were in three or four Chrisley episodes, but anytime this particular episode airs, my text messages blow up. I just saw you eating barbecue. Because I'm going, you, you would think <laughs> that for the entire three hours, I stood in the line getting barbecue because that's the only place where the cameras caught me. Yep. But we quickly discovered that they, the, the, the camera people and the boom mic people, they're very sly. They're very stealth. And you could be having a conversation. We, we learned to whisper yeah. that day because we were talking about everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we were paranoid that we were going to get picked up by a microphone or a camera. And not that it would necessarily air, but that they would hear it. Can you imagine if they like sat in some booth and just heard all this footage of people, what they were talking about and everything? Oh. I was only saying positive glowing things. Really? Uh-huh. Now it was a great time. Okay, what is your you ready? hype song? You ready? I am. My prerogative, Bobby Brown. I love Drop Bobby Brown. Drop the beat now. Drop the beat right now. Bobby Brown, formerly with New Edition. And Whitney Houston. Formerly with Whitney Houston. Yes. What was that reality show they had that was filmed at the oh Grand Hyatt? Oh, my Buckhead? God. Bob, being Bobby Brown. Being Bobby Brown. Or Bobby and Whitney. Being Bobby Brown. I remember they lived in the gift shop. Well, <laughs> they, <laughs> at the Grand Hyatt. They Buckhead. didn't live in the gift shop. They did, basically. They spent a lot of time in the like gift shop. Like, she'd come down her curls, but she would go to, like, to the Quick Trip and Curls here in Atlanta. Like, Atlantans were used to seeing Whitney and Bobby in very um, awkward situations. I know, but I think that, that, that when that um, reality show aired, 
you know, she was always kind of like, like when she was like, you know, when she's saying like, I want to dance with somebody and she was in the bodyguard and all this stuff. She was kind of like this princessy type, you know, but I think then when she hooked up with Bobby Brown and I'm not saying it was him or whatever, but that you saw kind of a grittier side, obviously. Well, he brought that out of her. Things went sideways. He brought that out of her. But it was like, it was just crazy sometimes when you're watching it like is that really Whitney Houston crack is whack okay yeah well come on I know I know I just I feel like I don't want to talk a lot because I feel like they've had so much pain in their family I mean they lost their daughter Bobby Christina and then they just they lost just lost their son yeah. which he has I think it was Bobby's son so, I mean Bobby has and then to lose Whitney who even though they weren't together at the time they, I think when she passed away I don't think they were, but that's that that anniversary for death's got to be coming up because that was a day of the Grammys. Yeah, and the Grammys I think are coming up here in the next. Just a lot of like pain month, in that yeah. family, you know. All right, we're gonna slice those up, put them on there. The Donna and Caddy hype song playlist, simple search on Spotify. Uh, we always jam to songs coming here to the App and Podcast Network every day that we record, and so we line up all the songs for your enjoyment. All right. We had to attend a Zoom meeting yesterday for our 14-year-old daughter, Charlotte's tennis team. She's playing tennis this year. Um, and she she has a, for a couple seasons now, but she's at a new school as a freshman. So this is her first time on this particular team at the school. So how many, 18, 19 parents, I guess, yes. were on the Zoom call yesterday? 18, 19 boxes, yeah. So the coach does a great job laying everything out, you know, COVID, you know, policies that have changed because of COVID only traveling to away games with so many players and um, everybody's supposed to come to every home game, even if you're not playing to support and uh, snack stuff. But then he opened it up for questions. Then he opens it up for questions. There's and always that there's, one well, Hang on, but there's silence for a good five seconds. And I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're getting clear. out of here. We're clear. We're done. This is 13 minutes. This is fantastic, Coach. Thank you for being efficient. I have I have a few questions. Mm, that wasn't a few. me. <laughs> who, who, who are you? Where'd you come from? She was box 26. This mom had five questions. Yes. That could have been answered on a FAQ site anywhere in America related to high school tennis rules. Yeah. And it was so funny because Olivia and Charlotte were she like. She started with three though, right? Started with three and then she added one in. Before. With two. Before, when on the silent part, when he, at first when he was like, does anyone have any questions? Charlotte and Olivia was down there too listening. She's, we had finished up dinner. And Charlotte was like, mom, you don't have any questions? I'm like, are you kidding? You're my third kid. Like, even if I had a question, I'm like, I, I got it covered. I've, I've done it, seen it, ruined it. You'll recall it. I'll recall it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The third child. I mean, I was the third child. I was the baby. You just, you get what you get. You have no baby book. You have no pictures. You get to, but here's the good side. For all, I've thought about this a lot. All the things that you don't have, you get all the blessings because your parents have given up by that point. Like I remember Will and Olivia being like, I can't believe Charlotte's getting a phone in blah, blah, grade. We had to wait. It's like, well, too bad. You know, you just give in on everything. Five questions. Yeah. But the best part was they ask, does anybody, they ask that, Horrid question. And that's when you want to pretend like you've somehow lost the the feed. If you're on a Zoom, I've never done a Zoom parent meeting before. If you are live in person, you want to excuse yourself before it gets to this point, go to the bathroom and make sure your child has strict instructions not to nominate you. When the coach asks, does anyone want to be the team parent? Will served you up one year. Oh, yeah. From the bleachers. When he was in middle school. Yes. For something. 
Dead my, silence. My Donna will do it. She'll do it. She loves volunteering. Thank you. What do you say? I mean, God bless them. And I did it happily. And I was always the team mom for softball. Always. Rounding up those buckets. It's like herding cats. Tie, all you do is tie cleats. You know, they throw the bats at you when they're, they're supposed to like lightly toss them. You'll get your shins taken out. But on this particular call, nobody is like raising their hand, of course, because we're all in high school. And I'm thinking the same thing. Probably nine of the 12 boxes were thinking. They're in high school. Yeah. Can't they bring Pack their some toasted own cheese stuff? Or something. For God's sake. A juice box. You know? Get your Mountain Dew. Something. <laughs> but nobody's volunteering. And so I was telling you, I said, I think this is the point where you just look around. It's like, what was that game with all the squares? Match game or what was Hollywood it? Squares. Hollywood Squares. Yeah, you look around and you find the most like miserable person. And you're like, I think Jane in box six, yeah. like serve someone up, would be a perfect, like you nominate people. We had a great season when we tag teamed. Oh, we were good. We were team mom and dad. Yeah. Two seasons ago for tennis for yes. Charlotte's team. And we the set kids the bar loved so us. high. Oh the my kids gosh. loved us. We, we we brought like 40 tacos from Taco Bell. Yeah. To a tennis match. We bought a taco box. We brought pizza, Marco's yeah, pizza. We rocked. The mm -hmm. kids loved us. We had dances. What's well, not to love about us? Excuse yeah, me. I don't know. I mean, we're humble, number one. That. Yeah. The news media is having a heyday with Dolly admitting this week on the Today Show that she declined the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump not once, but twice. The, the mainstream media is having a, a heyday with this because they don't tell you the two reasons why Dolly didn't accept. They want you, and here we go with the clickbait crap again. They want you to believe that Dolly Parton didn't accept the invitation because it was from Donald Trump, which may be the case. Dolly's a very, listen, Dolly's mm -hmm. smart. She's smart. She is smart and big-breasted. There's your episode title, Carl. <laughs> yes. Kind of like me. Um, Indeed. Dolly knew that she couldn't say, I, I'm not going to do it because it's President Trump. Because right. she would alienate a big part of her audience, which is country music. The country music audience is predominantly Republican. Here is a clip from Dolly on the Today Show. And then we'll break this down even further. To be honest, in all fairness, I got offered the Freedom Award from the Trump administration. I couldn't accept it because my husband was ill. Then they asked me again about it, and I wouldn't travel because of the COVID. So now I feel like if I take it, I'll be doing politics. So I don't, I'm not sure. I don't work for those awards. It'd be nice, but I'm not sure that I, that I even deserve it. Well, of course, Dolly deserves any award. Dolly's a national treasure. You can tell Dolly's age when she says, because of the, the COVID. Right. <laughs> but Carl, her husband, was ill, mm -hmm. and then she didn't want to travel because of the COVID. The COVID. Reason one for the first invitation, reason two for the second invitation. Stop. Yeah. Well, and she's saying that she she might not even come if she if, was If offered. she were to get an invitation from President Biden. Right. Have you said those words? But I think that's the first time out loud I have said President Biden. I know. That was strange. What else we got? Paige. I just love Dolly. I love the fact that she, like when you hear her voice, you know it's Dolly. This is a long run of show today. The show's packed. This episode's good. And you know I what? I work very hard on this episode, this run of show. It's 16 pages. Can I tell you anything about yes, Dolly? Yes, Donna. Welcome. She's doing, a, I forget what it was, but she's doing a Super Bowl yep. commercial. And well, she, that's why she was on. She flipped nine to five to five, five to, nine. to nine. And does not sound good. Oh. She does not have the vocal strength. Who would? But. 
it just sounded a little. Hmm. It didn't have that uh, working nine to five. That did, Christmas. It did, didn't know. No, yeah. no. It was like recorded on a voice memo app on her Android. Yes. Which we're big on sound. Yes. Can we just give some advice? We've, we've been listening. There's a couple. Well, how about some props to the app and podcast Oh, my gosh. Network. To Carl. We have to tell you. and We get a lot of people who tell us, gosh, you guys sound so good. And we really don't sound this good. This is the magic of Carl. Caddy does, but I don't. Um, but we were doing some pod surfing just to hear some different pods. And some of them just don't sound good. I mean, you you know, you can do whatever you want with a podcast. And we there's plenty of room for everyone. We say, like, come on in. You know, any, everybody. Everybody and everyone is welcome. And everybody is, is, it appears. Yeah, everyone is welcome. But you got to get your sound right. And I don't know that you should be Zooming on a podcast unless you absolutely must. Right. Come together. As the Beatles say. Yes. Or Aerosmith. Okay. All right. Let's head back to Goober's Knob. Punxsutawney Phil. Um, I don't know what happened, but we're going to get more winter. Well, what do you mean what happened? He, he, well, he either, I don't know if he, he saw it or not, but whatever he did means they're getting more winter, six more weeks of winter, whatever but, it is. I mean, it's like, what could he say? They're in the middle of a nor'easter up north. Like, if he had come out and been like, no, well, I mean, not he can't say it anyway through his little teeth. But, I mean, if they had said, yeah, if the, he did that and they said, <laughs> winter's over. All the people who were like in the middle of like 18 inches of snow would be like, no, it's not. What a dumbass this hedgehog beaver thing is. You ready for a laugh? Here is comedian Ted Alexandro. Cleavage when it first pops out, like late March, early April. <laughs> it's almost like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it's going to be an early spring. Cleavage just lets you know there's still good in the world. It's almost like seeing a newborn baby. Sometimes I even talk baby talk to cleavage. Like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Who's all scrunched together? You are. You are yes, you are. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're adorable. Twins? Twins? Adopted. <laughs> Take your time. Tell Alexander. Alexander. Someone told me the other day that you comparing they, cleavage. To they they didn't realize until they started listening to the podcast that you have the um, humor of an eight year old. Of an eight year old boy, yeah. yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Super Bowl is this Sunday. Can you? I had this thought today. Here in Atlanta, we are direct TV for for this. As we sit here at this moment, we are. Could change at any moment. We are DirecTV AT&T customers. And I'll be damned if they're now not in a fight with our ABC affiliate, Channel 2, WSB-TV. And so because of this carrier contractual disagreement, we don't get Channel Freaking 2 in Atlanta if you're a DirecTV or AT&T customer. One of the biggest ABC affiliates in the nation. It's, it's a problem. Can you imagine if the Super Bowl were scheduled to be on ABC this Sunday? I hadn't even thought about that. I did today. Now, it's going to be on CBS, but can you imagine? I think I'm about ready to give DirecTV the boot. Because we went through this. (coughs) I don't have it. (laughs) Don't you feel like you have to give a disclaimer? I have to definitely put that out to the universe. Yeah. We went through this about two months ago 
with DirecTV and AT&T, they had a fight with our NBC affiliate. We couldn't watch Saturday Night Live. 11 Alive. I couldn't watch Dateline NBC with oh, Keith Morrison, who is my hero. I got through, though. And I remember joking with you, Donna, when we were blacked out from NBC programming here in Atlanta. I said to you, can you imagine if this happened, though, with Channel 2 ABC? And I'll be damned if here we are. We need our Jorge from WSB TV. And Jovita. Today's the first full day that has been gone because they jerked it like at three o'clock this morning or something. And I noticed you were watching the Today Show yes, this morning in the kitchen. And I thought, that's, I didn't ask, but I thought that's strange. Donna watches GMA. Right. And then as I'm walking around the house today, I tell time according to ABC daytime programming. Listen, I don't like the view. I don't agree with a damn thing they've said since the moment they launched that show. But I know it's from 11 to noon. And then you get the local news and then one o'clock is a GMA three. And then uh, Tamron Hall, who was with uh, Destiny's Child. No, stop. No. We have her here at three o'clock in Atlanta. Yeah. There's a soap opera between two and three. And then you get eight hours of local news starting at four. Yes, and, and I have been off all day today because I've not me. had Channel 2 on in the background. It's the same with me before everyone says, why do you watch that liberal show, Good Morning America? It has nothing to do with George Stephanopoulos or who's on there. It's just, it's my thing. It's how I keep Charlotte moving. I know when I have to go up for the third time to make sure that she's out of bed. And that's when they, Ginger's hitting the weather at like the 7.05 mark. So it's just about timing and like comfort. And it's not, I'm not, I'm not watching it for news sources or any of that. It's just part of my daily routine and now I'm having to flip over and I'm having to watch Al Roker and and, it, and I'm off she almost didn't make her carpool today because Al doesn't do his thing when Ginger does that's by design yeah by the way all right kickoff is 6 30 Sunday on CBS it's the Bucks and the Chiefs what cities no what NFL teams do not have a city in their name there's six of them. You ready? Yes. I know you've been waiting with bated breath. Arizona Cardinals. It's a state. Get it? Arizona. Mm -hmm. It's not the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Yes. It's not mm -hmm. the Tucson Cardinals. Tucson, yeah. New England Patriots, Tennessee Titans, Carolina Panthers, Minnesota Vikings, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But all you say, Cadillac Jack, you yell as you listen to this podcast. Tampa Bay isn't the name of the city. It's just Tampa. So they are your Why six. do they call them the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though? Don't ask Tampa questions. Buccaneers. Let's not ask questions. And Len, why not like the Charlotte Panthers? Why do some cities get a city? Why do some teams get a, a city? Buy a team and call it what you like. I'm going to. The Flagstaff Cardinals. It's been freezing here in Atlanta this week. It's freezing in the studio. <laughs> I love it, though. It's like being in a Waffle House. Keep you on your toes. We've had wind chills in the low 20s for most of this week. Winds up to 30 miles an hour. I, I listened to the trees last night. Oh, it's crazy. And at any moment, I thought that we were going to die. Oh, wow. Is that overdramatic? Well, when I feel that way, I go up and get the kids out of their beds and bring them downstairs. And we it, sleep like um, Willy Wonka. <sighs> put everybody in the big Charlie and Chocolate <sighs> factory bed. Because of the rain we've also had, though, you know that the ground is swole or wet or whatever and so with the wind the likelihood of a tree coming down is much greater right now oh, that's a southern term swole swole mm -hmm. i wore a camel hair winter coat to bed last night it was so cold in our bedroom we need to put a stop to this nonsense at the gas pump when it's freezing cold do not ask me if oh, i need to buy stamps all the questions do not ask me if i would like a car wash 
Don't ask me if I'm a rewards club member, if I want seven cents off a scratcher. Stop. Yes, is the answer to that one. Just let me pump my gas and get on my way. The wind chill is 22 degrees right now. I think you should be and able... And you're shilling Diet Coke discounts. I know. I think you should be able to put your pump in and then like get back in your car and autom- do it from your phone or something. Why hasn't someone figured that out? Like a remote app for gas. I don't understand. Well, like you don't even have to get out. Well, I mean, you have to get out to put your pump put in. Put the nozzle in. But then you get back in your car and you don't. Because you don't. Sometimes like, you know, when you hit the pump and you try to put the thing on to where it'll stay and keep pumping, it keeps clicking. If it's an clicking, older pump, it doesn't do that. Yeah. But you should be able to put your pump in, get back in your car, punch in everything you're going to punch on the screen out there. Well, you should, but that's just. And the, stay the, in the, your car. But why, why do we have to punch anything? I don't know. It's a gas station. I'm here for one thing, gas. Have you ever been I like. I pulled up to this pump for one thing and it's not a. A Twix bar. Or a hot dog roller item. Have you ever been inside and like I'm trying to get my scratchers and there's somebody in there and they're paying for their gas with cash? And you know, you know how they have to say it like At 12 on two. Uh, yeah. Like I'm 12 on five or 20 on three. Somebody said the other day and my head whipped around. I was like, what on earth? Like, are we back in the seventies? Like who, who does that? Do you remember the days when you could go to an ATM and get out $5? Yes, you do. You're much well, older than I. Well, I never got out five though. When you were in high school or college? Well, that's true. Like yeah. you can't you can't if they'd go, given out a dollar fifty at George I'd have taken it. You can't go to an ATM right now with less than twenty four well, no, because you gotta have your surcharge. I know. You gotta have like twenty four, depending on where you are, twenty four, twenty five bucks in your account. Do you remember the days when they when you'd pull up with your mom and they'd come out and pump your gas for you, check your blades and do that? Do the windshield and then they'd bring the charge slip on that little mini clipboard. And it's it's the the honesty system. Yeah. Because they just assume that you have a credit yes. on your account because yes. they just whoosh. like the old white MasterCard with the MasterCard yeah. logo. And it was the same. Yeah. And they imagine like imagine if our parents had been like thievery and thuggeries like we have out there now. And you could just go buy whatever you wanted. Oh, my gosh. There, there have been times recently when I would have done it. Okay. Well, As an adult. Absolutely. Right, let's, let's stop that. Let's stop those thoughts. Just just run this. Like not through the machine. No, 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 no. Just do it on one of those little forms with the carbon paper. The, the triplicate. Yeah, like if the machine goes. And then you had to sign through all Jane L choked. <laughs> and they'd have to go through three and then they'd rip I the know. different little copies At out. Sunoco. God love that. There's your one, Sunoco. If you buy or lease a vehicle, your insurance is not included. If you buy or lease a vehicle, your maintenance is not included. If you buy or lease a vehicle, you're in a long term commitment. There's taxes, there's fees, there's loan interest, vehicle depreciation. When you enroll and join the Hertz My Car program, your insurance, it's included. Your maintenance, it's included. There's no commitment, no hidden fees, and you can exchange your vehicle twice per month. This is a game changer, and we are excited to share with you the all-new Hertz My Car program. If you're looking for a car and you've been in the market for a car for a while and you're maybe your credit's not great, maybe you've taken a hit with all the things that are going on with COVID or maybe you just don't have a down payment for a car. You don't want to lease it because you put too many miles on it and you know at the end of a lease you're going to owe all this money. This is the program for you. They have three different tiers. The first tier starts at 599. It includes your choice of a vehicle in that tier and these are nice vehicles. They're all 2020 and higher models and you also get insurance with it and 
maintenance. So if anything happens to that car, you come out, you, you know, you come out in the cold and your tires are always low and you take it in. You're like, are they low or do I need four new tires? You never know what you're in for. With Hertz, my car, there's no surprises. If something's wrong with the vehicle, which there probably won't be, but if there is, they're going to flip you into a brand new vehicle. You pick from the fleet and you can flip your ride twice a month, maybe a sporty coupe, uh, spacious SUVs, a pickup truck, luxury sedans. Hertz offers you the right car right where you need it. This is a monthly subscription service and the availability is, is nationwide. You can pick up at any of Hertz U.S. corporate neighborhood or airport locations and there are over 2,000 of those. This is a nationwide program. Get behind the wheel without the long-term commitment with Hertz My Car. Experience the smart alternative to owning or leasing. Here's what you do. You reach out to us because we have been a part of the Hertz My Car program for months. We can talk day and night about the advantages and how you sign up and uh, where to go for this and where to go for that. Social media, the, the podcast, text, voicemail line, reach out to us, or you can go to Hertz.com slash my car. That's Hertz.com slash my car. A valid credit card must be presented at the time of rental, offering the ultimate transportation flexibility. It's just one more way. Hertz goes the extra mile for you. We get questions about dinner affair, and we expect that. Dinner Affair has been a partner of, of us in this podcast since the beginning. There are many meal delivery programs out there, Don. Is that what you call them? Yeah, a lot of meal prep services, a lot of subscription programs. And we do have people reach out and say, I think I want to try it, but, you know, and here are the reasons. So we're going to talk about a couple of those reasons. People say, you know, I don't want to sign a long-term contract. What if I don't like it and I'm stuck in a contract? I agree. Dinner Affair is a month you know, it, it's a one-time service if you want it to be. But you're, you're not going to You're not going to want it. But basically what you do is you go in and pick your meals and they deliver your meals. If you don't want to continue the program after that, you don't have to. Then people say, I, I don't like, I did a subscription service and the food they sent me was terrible. Probably so Probably because you so. weren't with Dinner Affair. The protein, whether it's a chicken, whether we had a great pork loin the other night. Uh, they have fish. They have steak. The proteins, all of them are great cuts of meat. Well, and you also get to control what you pick, um, what your dinner choices are. With a lot of meal prep services, they don't have a variety of meals for you to pick from. They only have a certain number of meals, and that's what they ship out to the people who are in the program. That's not the case with Dinner Affair. You can sit down as a family and choose your meals. People say, it's too expensive. I totally understand. When you work with Dinner Affair, your meals are less than $5 per meal depending on the package that you choose based on yeah, the size of your family right and and let's let's give you an example here you can get six chef crafted dinners we'll feed four to six people at every every seating for dinner price per serving five and a quarter five dollars and 25 cents the six dinner price is 189 we're going to give you not we but because ken and stephanie uh the owners of dinner affair are so generous they're going to give you a 30 dollar discount for your first order Using the promo code Caddy Reset 2021. Caddy, C A D D Y, Reset 2021. So 189 minus 30 becomes something. 159. It becomes cheaper. Well, and I think the most important reason, aside from everything we've told you, the meals are great, they're healthy, they're easy to use. You're always going to have fresh food, you know, at your fingertips. 
there doesn't take a lot of steps to make them. But one of the biggest reasons I think you should give dinner fair a try is Ken and Stephanie are local. They are a local family. They live in Cumming, Georgia, and they make these recipes. They come up with them. They curate the recipes. These are not coming out of some big factory out of, you know, a warehouse somewhere and then shipped to you. They make these meals, all of them in their facility out in Cumming, Georgia, and they're a locally owned business. Always have a fresh home cooked meal ready when you need it most. Contactless delivery in Atlanta, they'll bring it to your porch, but they also ship nationwide. No contract money back guarantee. Dinnerafare.com. That's Dinner Affair. We have a small ask of you or asks three, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up with the podcast. Invite and encourage, if not demand, three people in your circle. Check out the podcast and enjoy this podcast and make sure that you listen to the end of each episode for outtakes. And often we have notes when we mess up from executive producer Carl Appen. And it is so important. Uh, this is podcast. This particular podcast is free. All right. And that's because we have very, very, uh, we're grateful for the sponsors that we have. Gallery Furniture Gainesville, Dinner Affair, the Hertz My Car subscription program, the smart alternative to owning or leasing a car, and guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast continue to stay at the all-new Even Hotel at Avalon. Steps from world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment. They celebrated their one-year anniversary. The guests? No, Even. Oh. It's part of IHG, the International Hotel Group. Even I mean, the guests have to be close to celebrate Hotel at Avalon. One-year anniversary. Can you imagine sleeping through the first 11 months of the pandemic? Yes. <laughs> Happily. How would you explain the COVID-19 pandemic to 19-year-old British kid, and his name is Joseph Flavel? has no recollection whatsoever of the coronavirus pandemic. That's because he's been in a coma since March 1st, 2020. Bless his heart. What would you say? Well, I don't know. I, would, <laughs> I don't know. I Where would, would just, you start, Donna? I don't know. Well, first I'd ask him how he's doing, how he's feeling. Obviously. What he remembers. Obviously asked and answered, obviously. But... We're, we're, was I, he on his phone when he's walking down the street? What happened to him? He was. Well, he uh, got hit by a car. That's right, he did. God bless him. Next week, we mark the one-year episode of, or the one-year mark of an episode called "Death Starts at 269. It's an episode of this podcast that dropped on February 11, twenty twenty, when many people in the world were first introduced to COVID nineteen. Not really, I'm kidding. But that's the first conversation that we had on this podcast about it a month prior to the shit hitting the fan, which was about March 13th of last year. And it was during this episode, Donna, we, we flagged everybody and said, listen, this COVID or COVID, as Tug Cowart's mother calls it, the COVID is going to get you. We, we, we tried to explain to you what was getting ready to happen. And people... Threatened to catch our house on fire and, and slash our tires. Yeah, you didn't get those messages? Is that what happened to your tires? No. Oh. That's well, here's my thing story. about Joseph. Like, after you've been in a coma and he wakes up and he's ready to come out of the hospital and he's like, now that I'm better. Here's your, wear your mask. Why? Why do I need to wear a well, mask? Well, not even that. Like, he's all excited to see his friend. Can you imagine? Like, I want to see my friends. Maybe he had a girlfriend. He's like, is Jeannie still with me? Like, is she still my yeah, girlfriend? Yeah, she's right here on Zoom. Yeah. You can't see her or touch her or brush her hair. 
Yeah. That was always code in terrestrial radio. When but, I said brush your hair. Okay. Yeah. But all the things that like Joseph wanted, probably wanted to do, imagine you come out of a coma and you're like, I want to play golf. I want to run. I mm -mm. want to. No. Mm -mm. There's this thing, Joseph, that's happened. It reminds me of the story. There was a submarine full of sailors. And they had been underwater. Well, obviously, it's a submarine <laughs> full of sailors. Where are you going with this? When they resurfaced months into the pandemic, they didn't know anything about it. Oh, yeah. And then they resurfaced. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe I don't have my story straight. You would think that the military, they would have some... Recall. You know what I've always wondered What's if that? like one of us, if like if, if say you're married and like one of us, God forbid, God forbid you went into a coma or you got hit by a car or mm -hmm. something and you woke up after like nine months and would, would we have to like fall in love again? Like, would you remember me? What I know I'd remember you. You can't say that. You don't know that. Or, or do you think there are people who pretend they don't remember Absolutely. those people? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Like they wake up and I don't know who you are. Oh God. <laughs> who? We did what? Uh-uh. We have how many kids uh -uh. and cats? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. I'm, I'm moving to Bel Air. Yes. Like, yeah. Palm like, Springs. Like, all of a sudden, there's... Fort Myers. But, like, and then when they leave, the nurse comes in and is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You don't remember your wife. And then you, you give them that wink. Yeah. You give the nurse uh -huh. that wink. <laughs> yeah. And slide her some cash. Oh, God. What, were the sailors aware of the pandemic? Do you remember this? We talked no, about that. I do not. I don't know. But I would assume if they were in a submarine, they don't know. And they, you know, they, they're again, they were probably all happy to hit New York City for Fleet Week, jump off. And they surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the bars are shut down. There's no hookers in Times Square. Yeah. There's no blow. They're like, what the hell? This isn't Fleet Week. Can you imagine Fleet Week without hookers and blow? Okay. In Times Square? All right. Those two things should never be used in the same sentence. Just. There's another episode title, Carl. All right. Great. I'm working for you here today. Carl's very nervous about this. is a nervous episode. Nervous, nervous, nervous. Did your dad walk around the house shirtless when you were a kid growing up? I'll tell you a story that I thought about after you asked me this last night. My dad mowed the grass. With his shirt off? Yes, in the front yard. And I just, I had Was a Charlie Harry? Yes. And he'd have a PBR. Front back, like a sweater? Well, not that bad, but he, he'd have a PBR. And he'd rest it on the porch and push his mower in the front yard. Like John Wayne. Did that or embarrass something. you? Kind of. I'll tell you another one that really embarrassed me. Okay. He would come home from, the, I'm really outing stuff here. He would come home from the golf course and he probably had too many. And like if somebody was laying on the couch or like one of the kids or whatever, you know, was taking a nap or whatever, he would just get a pillow and lay in the middle of the den. And we'd like, like on the floor? Yes. And we'd have to step over him. He was napping. He was, well, yeah. 18 holes warm out. But it was just like, and later on, I'm like, is that normal? The reason I ask if your dad walked around the house shirtless is because Tony Soprano does. I watched my first episode of The Sopranos last night. This is something that Don and I have been threatening to do. You've seen them all. Yes, a couple of times. Um, we said we were going to do this for a while. I looked on Netflix and I couldn't find it. And then I did some research and found it on HBO Max, which I didn't even know that we had. I was disappointed to learn in episode one, that Tony Soprano is not a loyal husband. I don't, I know. That's I, an understatement. Yeah. But he had the girlfriend on the boat. His goomba. Is it going to pick up? Because the, the as I sat there on the couch with you last night watching 
season one, episode one, and the, it went on for how many? Ten years, I think. Uh, the Sopranos. Seven years or so. I felt like we were sitting there for about two and a half hours. The first episode seemed to drag a little bit. I know, but what's weird to me is like you watch Breaking Bad and all these other shows that are very kind of similar that way. So I don't know. Yeah, it does pick up. Okay. You have to be in for the nuances. It's a very nuanced series. Oh, there were. I'm not gonna lie. There were a couple of times last night when I wanted to to dump out. All right. Well. No, can, no, I'm in. You can do that. No, no, I'm in, Donna, because this is something that we're doing together. Oh. Some people play tennis. We're watching The Sopranos. We're watching The Sopranos for the first time. There we go. Or I am for the first time. I'm. Do not say that word. <laughs> Seriously. I mean. Okay. Go ahead. I was on Facebook today. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy. These people who post about a tragedy on Facebook without saying what the tragedy is. Like if they just want prayers or. No, no, they want attention. No, but I'm saying what's the call out? Prayers, please. Or uh, So sad. My life is forever changed. And then they like check in at an urgent care center or some shit. And then someone comments. OMG, what happened? Yeah, are you okay? And then they were, I PM'd you. Okay. Yeah. Either it's public enough that you can post about it on social media or it is not. I totally agree. Do not be an attention whore and make a vague something is wrong post to your 500 friends only to keep the actual story to like two or four. Well, it's like making us work for it. Except they'll maybe work for it. You're not that good of a friend. I'm having a hustle right now during a pandemic. Right. Don't make me work for your horror story about why you're at Piedmont Urgent Care. Well, just tell Just us. tell me or don't we'll post it. We will pray for you. I don't you. know about that. I can't commit to that. What? No. Well, I will. If you need prayers, I'm here for you. It's very irritating. And it leaves those of us who don't know you well enough to ask what happened, but do know you well enough to be friends, needlessly worried. Oh, yeah. Like, Gene, what's wrong? I'm, I, did you, could you hear the sarcasm there? Though? Mm-hmm. I, I could care less, really. But it's just, it's stop. Stop with this. It, 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 I just wanted to point that out. Mm-hmm. We're getting some things off our chest today. Stop, period, it, period. Yeah. There's another episode title, Carl. Have you ever done anything shirtless? <laughs> well. Well, not that. But I mean, like, have you ever done, um, like, war, like, have you... Like, could, yeah. would you like cut grass or like, I mean, well, you don't no, cut not, grass. Not I know. Grass okay, this grade. is like, never mind. But like, have you ever. Like, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Know. Let's not put the run of show aside. What? Go ahead. Well, no, but I'm just saying, have you ever like. I've danced on bar shirtless before. You have? Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, this is another episode. Okay. You've danced on bars topless? No, I have not. Donna. No, I have not. Okay. No, I have not. What would you What would you expect me to do topless or well, I don't know. I was just wondering because like maybe that was a thing that men used to do. I've been doing the silhouette challenge on TikTok. I've been practicing that. What's that? Search it. Put a Google on it. All right. I like well, to keep my shirt on well, for the most part. I can't wait until next episode for you to tell us when and where you have <laughs> danced on a bar shirtless. It happens. Week from uh, Saturday, if you're listening on upload day. Come out. Um, why don't you dance then? We'll get you a little go-go stage. Like on a dining table at Gallery yes. Furniture for the big red, white, and blue, all-American oh patriotic it's parking lot party. Yes, it's on. Bring your ones, ladies. Tens, Donna. Don't okay. shortchange me. Okay. 
It's going to happen uh, Saturday, February 13th. Okay, it's this is dangerously close. You need to clear your calendar for this day because we're heading to Gainesville to hang out, help you shop, maybe for a recliner, maybe a master bedroom suit, maybe you need a home office, 16,000 square foot warehouse and showroom at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Pedro, Gainesville. I'll even help tie your shit down in your truck. And then you can be on your way. After you visit the food trucks, I'm going to be performing with the band. Topless. Mm, mm, mm. February 13th at Gallery Furniture. Donna's going to be there. But of course you are. But also Donna of Wolfman and Donna fame. Yeah. I bet she's got some 8 by 10s What do you think? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. That she'll sign. I think we're dangerously close to having this whole event shut down. <laughs> We've got an unregulated food truck. We've got a, a rogue <laughs> band. You out there dancing shirtless. <laughs> and the city has no idea. We have no licenses. We have no permits. We have nothing. I would say come early. Who's on your phone? No, nobody. I'm getting my appy ready. Okay. Well, you've been distracted by the phone. Well, Charlotte, but go ahead. Um, so come on out and join us. Uh, come quick. We're come gonna, early. We're, yes. we're going to start at noon because um, we suspect that by one thirty the city is going to get onto us and and they're going to drive by and see. You know those things that, that flap in the wind. Oh yeah, like the the, the, the wind, the wind socks wind, or whatever. The, socks, the men, yes. you know, the women yes. that, that look like they're go go dancing. And sometimes one gets bent over. Yes. And there's one behind it, <laughs> and you drive by and you're like, wow, that is, uh yes, unnecessary. We're going to have those, and of course, uh, prices and, and furniture everywhere. We're just going to we're just going to move. We're going to move the. Donna doesn't know this. We're going to move the entire gallery furniture showroom warehouse into the parking lot. We're going to move everything out. Shane has no idea either. We're going to stay late, put it all back. I didn't commit to that either. Okay. Just like prayers, I don't. I hadn't committed to that. But it's going to be a great day, and it's going to be um, a, a big celebration and just a lot of fun. So come on out and join us at noon ish. Saturday, February 13th, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Picture of Gainesville. Get your Ask for the Wolfman merch while you're there. You need a yes. hoodie. Who who doesn't need? Yes. I can't think of a person right now in my life that does not need an Ask for the Wolfman hoodie. I got one when I was up at the store about two weeks ago visiting with Donna, and Olivia, our 17-year-old daughter, took it. Yeah, no, it's great merchandise. I got us Ask for the Wolfman, Ask for the uh, Donna dueling mugs. Uh, all the merch is going to be there. Askforthewolfman.com is a website. Saturday, February 13th, we would love to see you. At Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Financing is available, something for all your home needs. All right. You ready for your appy? I think people thought it went away, but I told you, don't don't dismay. It's not gone anywhere. Just, you know. Well, for, let's do this. For those that are maybe just getting to the podcast, yes. just discovering the My Second Act podcast, this is a segment that you do when we're short on content uh, and need some filler. Right. And it's where you explain it to those that maybe are new. It's one of our highest um, cuming segments. And if you don't know what cuming is, it means this is when like you could dump it's out. It's the pinnacle of it's the, the entire pinnacle episode. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I pull up apps that I find useful and I think you will find useful too. Okay. And it has a little theme song. Okay. Here we go. Carl, it's been a while. Do we have the app? We still have the appy theme song? Okay. okay All right. Here so we, we don't have to worry about that. And a, two, and a one, two, three, four. Because I'm happy. Okay, so the app for this segment is called Guidebook, G-U-I-D-E-B-O-O-K, Guidebook. And you know, we were talking the other day in the pod about how right now, if you have um, kids that are kind of looking into colleges, it's very difficult right now to go on college tours because of COVID. Nobody's doing tours. You can't go see a, a college. And you and I have been talking about this. It's kind of a struggle right now to... Um, when you have a junior, because it's still a little ways off, to get them engaged and start looking for colleges. And if you have someone who you're 
you know, kind of rounding that corner and you're a little late on the game and you're trying to get to commit to a college, it's tough right now because, you know, there's just not a lot of tangible things about college. So guidebook is a way for you to um, put in any college, for example, Kennesaw State's on here. Not every single college is on here, but most of them are. And you can do a virtual tour. And basically, it will tell you everything about the school. It will let you look at dorms. It will let you look at the food halls. It, it tells you, you know, how many students are there, just everything about it. And um, I think it's a good way to sit down maybe in front of a laptop with your kids and have them engaged together. Because we've been talking about it. Olivia gets all of these glossy, you know, letters and magazines and stuff, but they don't really want to look at them. But when it does get to be the time where you're like, okay, this is the school you're interested in. And they're like, yeah, but I can't go see it. This is a way to kind of virtually walk through it and see it. So it's called Guidebook, G-U-I-D-E-B-O-O-K. And are we going to take some, we're actually going to take some college visits, right? Yeah, we're going to try to. When are we going to Aspen? Well, that's not on our list, but we're going to Boulder oh, at some point. As long as it's in Colorado, I'll be fine. Yes. And where else are we going? Uh, we're going to Vanderbilt. We're going to Georgia State. We're, yep. We're going to University of Tennessee. Okay couple places. We'll include Donna's appy, the guidebook app, and Saturday's issue of The Letter. It's our uh, weekly e-letter and, and has alternative episode titles and pictures that complement the stories that you've heard from the week's two episodes. All sorts of uh, uh, information, and, and we'll include stuff from Donna's appy segment there that is back. To subscribe for free to The Letter, text LEFT ON RED. That's one long word left on red. Red is the color R-E-D to the number 22828. Saturday morning, 910, bam, we can wake up together. Your letters have been great lately. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Carl, who uh, truly is the glue that holds it all together. I'm always late. Like I always tell Carl, listen, I'm going to have everything to you by Tuesday at 4. And then it's like Friday afternoon at 630 and the last piece is coming. Out. I'm trying say, to do better. Can we just say that Carl is the hardest working member of the podcast? True. Well, I don't know that I. I don't know that I. Well, I, if I had to I, rank y'all, you'd be y'all would be equal, and then me. Okay. Sing us out. Oh, we just got happy audio for this episode from comedian Ted Alexandro and the Today Show on NBC. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.